we're going to do another God story uh, this morning uh, just because we want to. Um, we feel like it's kind of a special week, especially with our uh, students leaving this Friday. We end the school this Friday. Uh, it's a it's a good ending, but uh, sometimes, you know, it's a kind of a sad ending because we've kind of all gotten close to the Lord and gotten close to one another. And I think really the only reason we got close to one another is because the Lord was at the center of our life while we were together, which is true cornania. And uh, I think everybody's looking for the true love. And uh, the way we get that is, is to find him because love's not an emotion. Uh, the true love is a person. And once we find it, it, that love awakens in us that's been hidden. And uh, I've got Jenna here, which uh, she has been the rock star of our whole school. <clears throat> we started our school uh, in the mountains of North Carolina, and we all packed up into this cabin and uh, she was there with us and the first day we pretty much all got open and started uh like marcy said yesterday taking off our mask right yeah and uh i wanted her to share a, something that rocked all of us at uh, the cabin because uh it kind of set the whole foundation of our whole school we were talking about, you know, the Lord and how the Lord changes us, how the Lord transforms us, how the Lord frees us. And uh, she made a few statements that she even knows that it was the Lord <laughs> after she said it. Completely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it just changed the whole atmosphere. It set us on track on where we needed to go with the school. And it has a lot to do with love. And, uh, and I want to share a couple scriptures because I think we were just talking before this thing. I think it may trigger that revelation that she carries about uh, what true transformation is. And uh, there's a couple of scriptures that I pulled up. One was first out of Genesis 3. And it's, I know this sounds crazy and maybe simple, but in Genesis 3, they hear God you know, uh, coming in the garden, he starts walking the earth and it says, and they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And, uh, I want to put this in, in perspective of love because the cool of the day here was around six o'clock and the sun is starting, just starting to set. And when the sun is just starting to set, they're also uh, man's basically his day is setting as well because he has now sinned and darkness is starting to descend upon man and uh, and it's strange but as it's descending upon man the sun also is going down and God awakens and he starts to walk the earth to look for man which in uh I think it's in Song of Solomon. I'll click it here. In Song of Solomon two, it says, "Do not stir up, do not stir up, nor awaken love until it pleases." And it's strange that love, which is God, it chose to wake up, walk the earth, at really the unappropriate time. The sun's going down. 
man has sinned and darkness, literal darkness, is about to start covering the earth. But God is now starting to arise and ascend to a place to find man. And that's kind of where we're going uh, in this life or even for the world right now. Darkness is starting to cover the earth, kind of like Isaiah 60. But the glory of God is about to start rising again. Love is about to awaken. And it's about to change man completely. And it's, and it's funny, though, it says they heard the sound of the Lord God, you know, walking in the garden. And I don't know if, you, if this makes sense or not, but to hear love, there's a different sound. And you could, can't put words to it because you can't hear it with your ears. You can hear it with your heart. When love starts to awaken or you hear the sound of people in, truly in love, and going after God, you can say, man, I heard, I heard everybody going after the Lord. Really what you're hearing is you're hearing God walk the earth. You're hearing love awaken again. And there's a scripture in Mark 10, uh, in verse 46, it says, now they came to Jericho as he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. So can you imagine when he realizes it's Jesus, God starts to awaken even in him. He starts this love, this sound starts to awaken in him, this desperation to call after the Lord. And here's a guy that's blind, right? Yeah. But isn't it strange that he calls Jesus son of David? So he's blind, love awakens, but he calls him by his true name, you know, the, re the true revelation of Jesus. And it's funny, the guy that's blind or you think would be handicapped is the very one that can see God more than anybody else in the crowd. And that's what love does. Love transforms you to be able to see God in your heart for who he really is. And that's what we started talking about basically in the, uh, in the cabin. Uh, true love started coming in the cabin. I mean, literally, you could feel it. You could feel the presence of God's love in the cabin, and it started transforming us. And when we started talking about transformation, you started talking about what true transformation is based on your experience. Based on my experience. Can you share that? Okay, so I gotta give you a little bit of backstory. Um, all my life, I have been told um, that I would walk as a normal person, um, which whatever normal is, the whole definition of normal is. Yeah, what's open. normal? Yeah, exactly. What is normal? So, um, so all my life, like, I had people pray over me and tell me I would walk again. And several years ago, I got the, the Lord was like, you don't need your legs to walk, or to be free. And I was like, what does that? Say well, that again. You don't need your legs to be free. And I was like, what does that mean? And I'm like, okay. You know, whatever. I just kept on going with life. And 
Like, so, fast forward um, through a major dying process um, of my carnal mind and the way I thought about myself. And so I was sitting here at this cabin and I'm going, God, I need, like, something needs to change in my life. Something needs to give. Do you th let me interrupt you. While, pray while people were praying for you to get you changed, did that sometimes even make you feel as though something was wrong with you? Yeah, completely. Okay. Because the world would look at you and go, there's something wrong with you, you need to change. And I knew, I knew about what love really was, that I was made perfect in his image. Oh. So I knew that was contrary to what everybody was telling me. So... Fast forward to the cabin. This is where it really gets good. Because, like, that, I literally, it was my birthday weekend. And I was like, Lord, if I'm going to do this school, like, something needs to change. Like, I'm tired of living the way I always have been. Because there is a difference between having the knowledge of who God is and actually living it out. So, like, it was my morning of my birthday, and, like, something in me snapped. I was like, what in the heck? And, and I felt it internally. It was really weird. While you are at the cabin? Yeah. Okay. And so, you I was told like, us this one. <laughs> <laughs> this is new. This is coming out hot on the press. So, I was like, okay. And then the Lord, through this whole experience, has literally shown me what it's like to live unhindered and in his perfect love. And like, cause you can have the knowledge all you want to. You can know you're free all you want to. Cause I've known that I was free, but actually living it out or experience. and experiencing it is a whole other ball game. Um, and so, that's when you realize you have your true authority. It's when you, you go from, that's the true transformation. It's going from the head knowledge to the heart knowledge. And so, like the Lord began giving me words from people I didn't even know. I'm like, what in the heck? Like, is this real right now? And that, like, it was awesome. Because then I knew... There were no limits or boundaries in what God created me to do. And so, this school, I know we, we, we've joked about this on several God stories. Like, this school is where we came to die. Well, I came, as Brad told me the first weekend we were there, like, I literally came to learn how to live. And... It was scary. I'm not even going to lie. Like, I was like, what in the world is going on right now? But the more I faced the fear and encountered love, as Brad was talking about, the more I came to realize that it isn't about me. It isn't about... The not, like, you can have all the knowledge and the wisdom in the world, but if God isn't with you, 
It's pointless. So do you do you feel like the love of God kind of trumped all your knowledge? Yeah. Basically. Absolutely. Because you you said you said people, you know, kept praying for you, you know, thinking that you're going to change, believing you're going to change, yeah. and you know, and you were in agreement. Yeah. I mean, for a while, but yeah. then you got kind of tired. Of yeah. I got tired of people thinking I was, there was something wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. How many of you guys out there actually get prayed for? It It doesn't matter what condition you're in. People are praying for you because they think something's wrong with you. Yeah. Which and, actually causes you to even think worse about yourself. Yeah, exactly. And it's not that I don't want to be healed. Don't get me wrong. Right. Like, I've already got my motorcycle picked, picked out, for real. But, <laughs> but I've already got a little plan. However... That doesn't matter anymore. So you like, you've got to the point you've got to the point where you don't I you don't, don't care. You don't care. I don't. It doesn't I, matter where And literally people think I'm crazy. Because I really don't care. <laughs> what does it feel like? Because you know, here we are, you know, my fingers can move. I mean look at yeah. yours. All right, and look at yours and mine. You know, my fingers are moving. Yeah. <laughs> but does that mean that I'm more freer than you? No. <laughs> Why is that? Because true freedom is in the spirit, not in the flesh. <laughs> Say that one more time. <laughs> True freedom is <laughs> in the spirit and not in the flesh. That's it. That's, I mean, like, if you even look at, like, the woman, the woman with the issue of blood. Okay, let's take her for an example. She has tried everything man-made to fix her issue, to do, she spent every time she had I have a man-made possibility to fix herself. To fix herself, and then she pushed through accusations. She pushed through culture. She pushed through everything there was, and all she had to do was touch Jesus. But first, she had to do exactly what I'm doing in this moment, and push through everything because. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brad, but in the Hebrew culture, women aren't allowed to do anything if they're bleeding, right? In the back, yeah, in the old days, yeah. So, absolutely. like, people, like... She was isolated, basically. She was isolated. And so, she literally pushed through everything to get to Jesus. Not just was, the people. Not just the people. Like, her initial carnal mind of what she thought was... What people had even told her. Like, people have even looked at me and said, Jenna, just get up. And I'm like, no, like, that's not how this works. But the other thing that I, the more I walk through, the more I realize I could get up and walk like a normal person anytime God wanted me to. He has the ability to change that. But the more I walk through, the more authority I have. In your own heart. In my own heart. And the more authority that I can 
the more freedom that I can give others. So, like, I'm okay to walk through it. Now, I'm going to stop you there. We have all noticed, we've got all of our students in here as well, and I think you've noticed. Yeah. It's really strange, guys. But when we first, I've known Jenna for a while, but I haven't seen her in this type of condition. Now, I mean, talking good condition. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's like her, it's like her, your heart's changing and transforming. And my voice is too. You say that? My voice is too. Yeah, and I'm not, everybody's a witness in here. We have literally watched her words, the way she pronounces her voice and everything is now starting to come into oneness with God's voice. And now she's, you're articulating stuff even more in detail yeah. now than what than what you used to do yeah. now tell me why because you you shared that a little you shared on that a little bit why are you think why do you think that you're articulating things better because the fear is gone <laughs> um and it's it's so like weird to me cuz i can literally hear it. like i can hear the fact that my voice is deeper. Yeah. It's it's really weird. And you, it's because you have no fear. I have no fear. Uh-uh. And what the heck was that fear? Uh, I, uh, I honestly don't know. That's it. That's the answer. It was just fear. It was just fear has nothing to do with an answer is it no it's just fear that was abiding yeah in you it was literally around my throat which yeah. is why i couldn't talk yeah yeah and so you'd shut down yeah yeah or because i've known her sometimes when you try to talk sometimes you feel like you're straining yeah to get your words out yeah and you don't feel that anymore no good gracious <laughs> Can you tell them what it feels like inside? I don't even know how to put words in I don't it. either. What's it feel like to be free? Coming from you, what does it feel like if you were to put words in it to be free? Whole. This girl <laughs> says one stinking answer and blows the whole room up. So you just did you hit? It so you actually, <laughs> so okay. So so you actually feel whole. Whole, yeah. And see now, I'm gonna go and step out there. Okay. Now the religious spirit would look through the lens of a man's or my woman and look at us or look at you and go, that can't be true. Uh, you're not whole yet. Yeah. Yeah. But what's whole? My spirit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you, you <laughs> golly, so you feel, so you know that you are whole. Yeah. Because you're whole inside. Yeah, and I'm actually walking it out. Like, it's not just knowledge. And, like, and this isn't really about me. Um, 
God literally put me with a group of people that made all of this happen. And so, like, because we all came in with love, like, it wasn't, it's not just me walking this out. Like, it was, honestly, I call him Superman. Like, I have my own personal Superman, y'all. For reals. And, and it meant the world. Like, so it's not just about, like, we go, healing is, like, a one-man show. Now, healing is a group of people coming together, like you were saying, like, in unity and in love. Because we've all been doing this together. They've taken things out of me that I would have thought were, like, Wait a minute, you still love me? Huh? And that actually gave me the confidence to walk out when I'm really walking out. It's crazy what I'm... I, st I, st I started on this thing of blind Bartimaeus. Uh, this goes to show you this is spirit, what we're, we're talking about. Because blind Bartimaeus is alone. Yeah. He's begging. Mm -hmm. He hears the sound of Jesus coming. Which is pretty much me. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much you. Yeah. <laughs> and then, pretty much me. Then, then it says he's, he cries out, have mercy upon me. He finally gets out of himself, right? Yeah. Then it says, then many warned him to be quiet. Mm-hmm. Which is that fear. Yeah to try to shut you down from getting free. Yeah. And it says, but he cried out all the more. Exactly. <laughs> he said, son of David, have mercy on me. And so Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Yeah. And then it says, then they called the blind man. Yeah. Saying to him, be of good cheer, rise. He's calling you, which is now Jesus changing the guys to be one with him. Yeah. To bring him. It takes a, literally a group of people. It takes the group of people. It doesn't, it's not just, uh, it literally, it does y'all. It's not, because, okay, my entire life is based on other people. And what, like, nothing happens without people in my life. Okay. So, and... That means like helping you in cars. Yeah, everything. Uh, you you it's, it's been like that. It's been like that. And one of the I'm just saying this real quick, which is not where we were going, but um, one of the things, and I used to get aggravated. It used to drive me absolutely up the wall, and by again, I'm not even gonna lie. But one of the things that God showed me out of it is if it was just me and I tried to do it all on my own. The body wouldn't be the body. And because nothing can work without the body functioning properly. The arm can't work without the elbow. So if we tried to do everything ourselves and manifest everything, do everything we wanted to do by ourselves, we couldn't do it. It doesn't matter how hard we try. 
I don't care if you're an able-bodied person or a not able-bodied person. Like, we all need each other. And, like, I, it, it used to literally, I was like, God, why in the world if you put me in a situation where you I, need people? Well, I need people because people drive me crazy. <laughs> like, like, why? And he literally showed me that it's, it's, I've, my issues may be physical, like, you need to see them. But everybody goes through the same struggle. And so, like, does that make Yeah. So. And you need others to get And we all of- need others to get us where we're going. And so, like, I've gotten used to that. Like, it's a, sometimes I wish it were different. Sometimes I wish I could get on a bike and drive down to the beach. But. I realize that's kingdom. Like, the body fully joined together is the bride without spot or blemish. Yeah, to bring her to the beach. To bring, yeah, pretty much. I mean, the body fully working together is what without spot or blemish actually means. So all the people, all the people that's been helping you pretty much all your life, you're finding out it was the hand of God yeah. or the body of Christ yeah. trying to set you, yeah. not just in places, but trying to set you yeah. in the place that you need to be in. Yeah. Yeah. And now you found it. And now I realize the purpose of it. Yeah. yeah. So that, now you don't get as frustrated when people are trying to help you. Yeah. You can see it as the Lord. As the Lord actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what they did with blind Bartimaeus. Yeah. They brought him to Jesus. And we gotta we gotta have each other in order to be able to be brought to Jesus. Mm-hmm. That's that whole unity thing. Mm-hmm. Then his eyes got open. Uh-huh. Did your eyes get open? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can I? Yeah, I don't care what you say. Okay. So, <laughs> like. This has happened to me twice now. So I was sitting in here yesterday, and we were, it was during his God story, and he was talking about nets. And I see a white shadow walk in the room. This was yesterday morning. This was yesterday morning, and I see a white shadow walk in the room. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Jesus just showed up. And he literally, it got to this point where I literally had to fall over in my chair. And he was like, Jenna, I'm going to take the net away from you. I'm going to take all of your mindsets away from you. That you don't need anymore. You don't have to do it. You don't have to try. You don't have to. Because we try to fix ourselves. Like for so long, I used the knowledge to try to fix my mind and fix who I was. And... Like, I, and a lot of times, like, I would have these experiences and go, like, I'm not supposed to have these. These are not real. What is wrong with me? And then, like, yesterday, I finally realized after a lot of letting go of my mind again 
it's okay because the only freedom we need is when we see Jesus. And whether that is in a person or like literally, literally, that's true freedom is when we're able to look at one another or look in heaven and see Jesus. So we need Jesus to take away our nets. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. You tried all the other formulas. Yeah, stuff. they don't work. Believe me. You just tied more knots. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So when he when he walked up to you and said that he was going to take the the nets out of your mind, what'd you feel when he said that? Peace. Man, that's what we all want. Uh huh. In our minds. That's the thing I pray. That's what. Freedom in the mind is what true freedom really is. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody wants perfect peace. Yeah. Yeah. And the and perfect. Love. Yeah. So perfect peace. What we've been looking for is something calm. Mm -hmm. But it's a person. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The person dwelling in our minds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where it's spirit now. Mm -hmm. No more knowledge. Mm -hmm. No more self help. Mm -mm. Just a person. Just a person. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's where we're going. Amen. Well, if there was anything, what if, if somebody was sitting out there listening to this thing and they had kind of the, either the, they were spiritually messed up or. They think that their physical thing is all messed up and God's not coming through for them. And I've had all kinds of prayers and, you know, just like you've gone through and they're frustrated, just like you've been. What would you tell them? Could you pray for them and try to heal them? No. Or what, what would you tell them? Yeah. It's him. It's him. Yeah. Like that's it's 
a three little word. H I M him. <laughs> that's it. Well, that's our God story. Uh, we're all messed up in here. <laughs> Including me. That's why I'm laughing hysterically. If you can uh if you can hear the sound that's uh coming out of her heart, uh you may can catch Jesus and what's sitting here with me and with us in this room. Uh I think the Lord comes in earthen vessels just so that our minds can be offended so that we can probably get a chance to be able to see him. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to tell you, if there's anybody that has shown Jesus in a... And somebody called right in the middle of our stuff. <laughs> if I could, if I could say that some, if there's anybody that has shown Jesus perfectly, it would be her. And uh, what that tells me is we've got to stop looking at the physical. We got to stop looking through our carnal minds and allow us to be able to see through the spirit and by the spirit. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted her here and wanted her to share uh, that today is because the revelation that she has is something we all need. Uh, some of the things that she's gone through, I've seen her go through. There's some things that I've even challenged her on mm. at, at times where she thought she couldn't do it. But I, for some reason, had this <laughs> stupid idea that I knew she could do it. and. And then she break through and she actually do something that she, you know, that's... And I thank you for it later. Yeah. I'll be like, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And she thanks me later. But uh, if there's anybody supernatural in this room, would be her. And uh, that's where we've got to get. So we just pray for you today that your spirit would be made whole. Mm -hmm. That your spirit man would be made one with Christ Jesus. And then when that starts to happen everything else changes your perspective about your surroundings and your perspective of who you are and what you are you'll look at your physical body completely differently as well so we love you thanks for tuning in to the god story today i know it's wednesday but uh felt like we need to do this one today all right grace grace